who, in your mind, who's the starting other guard? First of all, did you say Obre Jr.? Come on, bro. It's Obre Jr. Man, get it together. First of all, you got to get the names right. Okay. You get your names right say. for all these stats well, you do? first you of all, right? you know, Anthony wants the big, everyone's got the big three. Anthony wants, like, the big ten. <laughs> five. Five would do. Just give me a starting five. What do you, what do you think, like, Okay, you know? okay. All right, stop the shenanigans. <laughs> all of a sudden. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Matter Stats Podcast. The fellas all with you today, myself, Kobe, Billy. It's a celebration day, sort of, right? How you guys doing? Hey, Anthony's back to his happy self. <laughs> hey, man, 3-1 to put me in a good mood. At least, for, tw- at least for 24 hours. <laughs> I, I know. I know the last the last episode that we did, the Lakers had just uh, lost to the Warriors and he was all depressed. Now we're up 3-1. So he's back to being happy as a clam. That's good to hear. <laughs> Billy, how you doing? Good evening. <laughs> the good evening is back. Living the right. dream. I'm living the dream. All right. Our starting forward, Billy's in the house. <laughs> Starting forward, him or GP2? Who's the starting forward here? I don't know. I don't know. Who's taller? That's the better one. I definitely ain't no forward. For for uh, for anybody that's uh, just listening doesn't get that inside joke, Billy was trying to tell us yesterday that uh, GP2 is a forward, and we're like, no, he's not. I mean, in today's NBA, like you can call, you know, he you can call like anybody anything you want, right? Draymond's, Draymond's not a center. You know, none of these guys, but whatever. It's they they put him wherever they want, but it was kind of comical. He's like, he's not six two. Like, what do you think? He was six ten. I think it was six ten. Jesus. Oh, okay. short ass shorts, like back in the seventies. He looks like over there. oh man, good old Bill. That was some funny stuff yesterday. <laughs> Anyways, all right. Well, we're glad to have everybody on board and in good spirits. Um, before we get started, of course, we'd like to always remind everybody that uh, you can find the Matter of Stats podcast anywhere you get your podcasts. You can check us out on Twitter, IG, and YouTube. All right, before we get into the Lakers, let's jump into our headlines this week. Uh, 76ers all-star center Joel Embiid won the MVP this year. So congrats, he's the NBA's MVP. The Sacramento Kings, they continue their uh, front office awards. They got the coach of the year. Now they got the GM of the year in Monty McNair. He was named the executive of the year in the NBA. The Milwaukee Bucks, remember those crazy cats? They won a championship a couple (laughs) years ago. They parted ways with their head head coach, excuse me, uh, Mike Budenholzer. Uh, LeBron James Jr., they call him Bronny. I think you might have heard of him. He announced uh, over the weekend that he's going to go to USC. So congrats there, keeping it uh, local. And uh, in some other Laker LeBron news, he passed uh, Kareem, the captain, for the most uh, two-point baskets made in NBA playoff history. So an interesting uh Stat, but nonetheless, hey, congrats. And that's our headlines this week, gentlemen. I called the Joel Embiid thing in our pre, uh, pre-season awards thing. So uh, <laughs> I got to give myself some credit because I know Kobe likes to always pat himself on the back. So 
I'm a, I'm a, I'll, I'll have to go I'm back a... and look that up, like um, ESPN stats and info. I'll have to check that out and see if that's correct. I'm not sure if it is. Well, right. Are yeah. you suggesting that? Are you suggesting that Billy would lie about that? Lie <laughs> about that? I know he had. I know. I think, I, I think I'm pretty sure he had Philly in the finals. I don't know that he called Joel. Anthony, uh, Anthony only uh, apparently only Kobe can be right on this pod, Anthony. <laughs> well, haven't you learned that yet? Come on, <laughs> how many of these episodes we've done? Come on, uh, man. Come on, man. It's Kobe. Kobe's never wrong. Come on. Mama mentality. Uh, I have a question. How tall is Joel and B, Billy? No, just kidding. Okay. <laughs> Any other uh, thoughts on the headlines? Yeah, I mean, uh, definitely uh, sad to see Coach Bud uh, get let go, you know, especially uh, the personal issues that he was dealing with, you know, with his, his brother passing away and everything. So um, prayers out to him and his family. And uh, I, I hope he finds a spot somewhere soon, you know, uh, Hope all these championship coaches from the past three years find spots soon, you know? I mean, that's crazy, right? With Bogle and Nick Nurse and uh, now Coach Bud, you know? That is crazy. crazy. But, yeah. Uh, you know you know they're going to find spots. I mean, there's there's teams, um, younger teams and stuff, looking for, uh, you know, experienced head coaches. Whether they're going to want to take on a challenge of a rebuild um, is, you know, unknown to us. But, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens in the offseason. Yeah. Well, yeah, sure. and obviously this this Bucks job is a is a pretty attractive position because you've yeah. got uh, you've got a you know a turnkey home basically right. This is a ready made championship roster, so and, it's going to be very attractive. It'll be really interesting to see what direction the Bucks go. Like, are they going to look for somebody experienced? Are they going to look for somebody with some championship pedigree? Are they going to look for another uh, up and coming younger coach. So it'll be interesting to see the direction they take it. Yeah. And, uh, and you guys, you guys saw uh <clears throat> tweet today, right after he got snubbed on that defensive player, he's, he's going to come out on a good one next season. So uh, I am uh, excited for that. And I'm sure, you know, that, you know, the, the bucks front office is going to con- consult with uh, Giannis and, you know, probably a couple of other players and say, what do you think about this and that? And so, um, There'll be some meetings going on. It's going to be a long process, so it'll be a while before we hear anything. Yeah, and that uh, that LeBron uh, Kareem stat is hilarious. You know, I and we, we were texting about this. I think a couple of days ago, Anthony. It's almost like they're running out of stats, so they just kind of created one out of thin air. You know, like two, <laughs> yeah. two point two point baskets in playoff history. Like it is. It is that? kind of funny. It's like what's next? Like. The most, the most, the most baskets in a three-minute period in the fourth quarter of a game five. Like, what stat are they going to make up? I was, yeah, I, I was thinking it was going to be LeBron passes Kareem in all-time playoff dribbles. So you guys ready for that one? Oh, <laughs> most most one. sweat, most sweat <laughs> in playoff history. <laughs> yeah, it's it's getting kind of crazy. So, but. Yeah, glad you put it in the headlines though. That was fun. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was fun. Hey, man, when, I guess you play long enough, you're going to rack up all kinds of, uh, you know, accolades and awards. Yeah, hey, don't 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 tell headlines. This to Skip, don't tell this to Skip Bayless because he'll say, well, yeah, I mean, if you play long enough, you can do, uh, you know, everything. You can have as many stats as you know you can possibly think of. So, hey, don't mess with Skip, dude. Yeah. Well, pro chain on now. <laughs> easier, <laughs> but it's easier said than done, right? If it was that easy. You know, everybody would play 20 years, but not many people do. That's the that's the rub, right? All right, so let's uh, jump into the Lakers, of course. 
So as uh, we mentioned, as Kobe mentioned, I am in a particularly better mood than last week because the Lakers are in a better mood than last week. Uh, They now, of course, lead this series against the Warriors three games to one after back-to-back wins coming at home. So after the blowout 127-100 loss in game two, the Lakers bounce back with a 127-97 win of their own in game three. And then in what we all knew was going to be a very tightly contested uh, back-and-forth contest, the Lakers were able to come away with a 104-101 win in Game 4 to take the commanding 3-1 series lead. Um, thoughts on uh, these games? I've got some stats I want to share, but I want to give you guys an opportunity to jump in with your just initial thoughts on what you saw in these two home games, what you liked, didn't like. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, Game 3, the Lakers uh... – blow out the Warriors after, you know, like you said, Anthony, they had been blown out the previous game. Uh, Anthony Davis had another monster game and everyone was kind of wondering if AD could string together back to back 20 point, 10 rebound games, you know? And uh, I think that that question has finally been answered with yesterday's performance, especially on the defensive end. Um, Now here's my question though. Is it, is it too much for us? Laker fans to ask AD if he can do it three times in a row. So, you know, we Oof. can possibly take out the Warriors in game five, you know, because because I'll tell you, we don't want to see game six play because if, if we come back home and we got to deal with game six play and the Warriors even up the series and we got to go back to San Francisco for game seven, that'll be a problem. That, well, there, there is no going back for game seven. It, it, it has to happen. The, the mindset has to be just like it was with Memphis. You got two chances to win one game. That's, okay. That's no. it. Okay. And, and I'm glad you said that because that's what I was just going to say. We're in the exact same boat as we were with the, with, with the Memphis Grizzlies. Literally, this series from a win-loss standpoint has gone the exact same way. We had to <laughs> yep. go to Memphis for game five, up 3-1. We lost, so we had to come back to L.A. and try to close the series out, which we did, contrary to Desmond Bain saying that, you know, they were going to force a game seven and go play in front of, you know, best fans in the NBA, blah, blah, blah. But but that was Memphis, and these are the defending champs. And uh, it's not going to be a cakewalk by any stretch of the imagination. And if the Lakers want the best shot at winning the chip this season, they need to throw that 3-1 lackadaisical mentality out the window and finish this series tomorrow night or they're going to be in trouble. So we need to finish this series off tomorrow or Wednesday or, you know, I don't know, like when people are going to be listening to this. So, yeah, right. Wednesday night, they need to yeah. finish this off. I agree. Yes. Um, I like what I saw in games three and four. I mean, obviously game four was more uh, Kobe, your style game to where, you know, you're on the edge of your seat, which is awesome. I, I like those two. But yeah. in the playoffs, I, I kind of – in the playoffs, I kind of – I kind of – You're breaking TVs. The, I know. I we know. have a comfortable lead type of thing. Uh, but, yeah, edge on your seat type game and stuff like that. Game four, you know, we came out. We did what we needed to do. You know, we, we – we uh we got him back essentially right um, game three um, I don't know, every game has been a total team effort everybody is not just one person it's even by quarter 
certain players are stepping up. It's not like, oh, this game, this guy, this game, this guy. Anthony Davis has been a constant on defense. You know, everyone complains about uh, his offensive numbers, which, you know, have, haven't been bad. I mean, if you, if you look at what he's contributing when he's not playing, uh, when his shot's not going or when you're, they're not focusing on him on offense, He's doing everything defensively, so um, he's been a huge, huge uh, factor defensively uh, for us. And just quarter by quarter, you know, you have Reeves doing maybe a little something here. He's not having a great series, but he's having spurts. You know, Lonnie Walker, I mean, shoot, man, how would he have won without Lonnie Walker last night? He stayed ready. He came in. He scored two less points in the Golden State Warriors in the fourth quarter. So uh, kudos to him and, you know, a huge shout out to Lonnie Walker for uh, being ready. Um, and Kobe, you're, you're right, man. I mean, I've, I've heard guys on, uh, on radio today saying, hey, you know, maybe they should just say forget game, uh, game five, just sit Davis and LeBron and give him rest and all this stuff, which I think is nonsense. I think – I know they played a lot of minutes, which is my concern for tomorrow. But um, yeah, you, you just got you got to take them out where you can. They just yeah. got to give it. They got to go out there, give it everything they got, and and just take them out when they can. You do not want to give them confidence. You do not want them to start get going, getting hot shooting and stuff like that. So. Real quick, real quick, Anthony, before you go again, this kind of ties into the last mm-hmm. episode where we talked about uh, Nick Wright saying the same thing. I heard Greeny on. Uh, get up this morning. Literally yes, say the yes, same thing. Yes, yes. She was like, yes. "Don't fly Anthony Davis and LeBron out to San Francisco. Yep. Just leave them at home because you're not going to win Game Six and get them rest for the next next game." But again, like I just said in my breakdown, that's dangerous because we don't want to try to see Game Six play. So, Anthony, go ahead. Well, yeah. I mean, honestly, that's ludicrous. We know they're not going to do that. But well, yeah. I understand. I understand the point. Because what he's making is it's going to be very difficult to win the game five in Golden State. Everybody knows that. And you know how the, you know how it goes. When you go home, the role players play better. Some of those shots start to fall. You get more calls. Everything, you know, tips the scale slightly typically when you go back home. So when you have that stacked up against the fact that this is the Warriors, defending champions, experience, Steph, Clay, et cetera, et cetera you know it's going to be a difficult game. And like Billy said, AD and LeBron played heavy minutes uh, in game four. Now, fortunately, because of the scores were so lopsided, positive and negative, they didn't play heavy minutes in game two. Right. And they didn't play heavy minutes in game three. But right. last night, the Lakers went for, you know, went, went all in to get game four. And it worked, right? So obviously it worked out. You lose that game, now it's – now it's a double whammy because you went all in, played the minutes and lost, but it worked out. And here we are. Um, I think independent of all of that, there there's two, there's three, three things in this series that stand out to me. One simply put, but not, it's not, it's not entirely this simple, but basically when you look at it as, as AD goes, the Lakers go right. When AD plays well, the Lakers typically play well. If he has a good game, we have a good chance of winning. Right. Um, but this series, the two key areas to me have been shooting and free throws. So oh. I'll give you guys some, some quick, quick numbers here. And then I'll let you guys, you know, give your, give your feedback. 
So games one and two, the Warriors outshot the Lakers 42 to 16 from three. We talked about that last week, Kobe, yep. right? That's yep. you know, a plus plus 78, right? Yep. In games three and four, the Warriors outshot the Lakers 25 to 21 from three. A only a better. plus 12. So that's that's a huge a swing. Better. A yeah. huge swing. And then the free throw shooting, which is a combination of style, right? The, this is how this is our style of play. This is the Warriors' style of play. We, the Lakers get to the line a lot. The Warriors don't get to the line a lot. If you look the regular season, we're 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 at the top in free throws attempted, the Warriors towards the bottom. So right. it's not all just complaining about the officials. You know, Steve Kerr was there was a lot of talk about that this morning. Steve Kerr complaining, calling the Lakers floppers, things of that nature, yeah. right? So 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 we know how that goes. But independent of the complaining, it's really style of play. But the numbers nonetheless are staggering. Game one, we shot twenty-nine, they shot six. Game two was the the best game as far as you know the Warriors go of course they won game two but from this from the statistical standpoint of the free throws we only shot 17 they shot 16 so obviously the margin much better game three we shot 37 they shot 17 game four we shot 20 we were 20 for 20 by the way as shocking as that is right 20 for 20 (laughs) and they were nine of 12 so in in the series just as staggering as the three-point numbers were the free throw numbers are worse we're 83 of 103, 81% taken 103 free throws. The Warriors have taken 51. They're 36 of 51, 71%. So we're doubling them up from the free throw line. So it's a huge disparity. And that's why we're able to sustain the three-point shooting because we're allowing our style of play to, to benefit us. Yeah, I mean, like you said, it's style of play. I mean, that's all it is. You're not going to get a bunch of free throws, you know, shooting threes all the time. And, you know, a really frustrating thing yesterday, um, Anthony, you and, you and I were texting about it, that the that pick and roll, like literally they had clear pass to the basket. There was no one even trying to get to them or uh, – putting hands up or putting bodies on these guys, getting layups. They're just having clear passes the best, especially in the first half. Like it, they're literally like wide open. The, the, the sea parted and they had a layup. It was ridiculous. And there's a, there's a sequence where they did it like three or four times in a row. And we're like, what the hell is going on? Ham called a timeout, but I mean, they're not going to get free throws that way, which is fine, but we can't let that happen either. Um, yeah. I mean, it was, it, credit the Warriors. They made an adjustment, right? Every game there's going to be adjustments. They made an adjustment to, to get Anthony Davis away from the basket and get him involved in the high screen and roll. So when they did the switch, AD wasn't able to recover because they would pull him out top of the key. And the Warriors were getting layups for about three and a half quarters. Yeah. 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 I kind of felt like are the, are the Warriors playing mind games? Like, and I think Trevor, Trevor Lane had put that out there too. He was like, why are, why when teams guard that kind of information about the starting lineups, um, you know, with uh, Gary Payton, the second starting yesterday, like why all of a sudden are they releasing it like three hours in advance? You know? So to me, I was kind of like, are they playing mind games? What What's happening here? 
Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because Gary Payton hasn't played much in this in this series. And, yeah. you know, the Warriors, again, like Billy just said, it, it's all about style of play, playing to their strengths. We want to get we want to go inside. We want to get to the free throw line. They want to push the. they want to spread the floor, push the pace, shoot threes. So they went, you know, small after game one. And then they went even smaller yesterday, obviously starting, you know, three guards and taking, uh, you know, the other green out of the lineup. So they went really small. And uh, it, it was I would have to say from a warrior standpoint, it was working. Now, they weren't shooting the ball great but they were getting what they wanted. They were getting to the basket. They were getting Anthony Davis out of the paint. They were, they were getting the looks they wanted. Um, and part of that too, last night, Steph was fantastic. We, we just, we, we had a hard time, you know, corralling Steph last he was, night. He was, he, he was, he was doing complete, everything. He was a complete point guard last night. Assist, you know, his, his three point shooting was there, but he was getting layup shots, assists and everything else that he needed to do. And, I mean, I don't know what other adjustments that the Warriors can do. I mean, they went, they've gone smaller twice. I mean, I, I don't know what else they can possibly do to, you know, make another adjustment to try to get an advantage. But, uh, you know, I, I guess we'll find out tomorrow. I mean, obviously, home court's a huge thing. Yeah. I mean, Kobe, is it as simple as they just have to make shots? Or is there something else? Well, I mean, I don't know. Like you guys saw today, like there's there's trouble brewing in that locker room too with Jordan Poole, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, shocker! I, there, what Jordan? What yeah. Jordan Poole? Warriors locker room? What? Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> so about his uh, body language and his attitude and stuff. And he's struggled in every game of this series except for Game One. Yeah, which I'm I'm about to get into in in my next uh, in my in the next segue. Let's go. <laughs> so. But um, Billy, you're right. We'll, we'll we'll see Wednesday what adjustments both teams make. But you have to expect going home down three one. You know they're going to come out fired up. That's oh, a given. Yeah. That's... But you have to anticipate we're not going to shoot twenty twenty nine free throws, and they're not going to and they're not going to you know go you know ten of fourteen or whatever from the three point line. You have to assume they're gonna they're gonna make more threes no, and we're gonna get less up. free throws. So when that that when that adjusts a little bit, how are we gonna respond? How are we gonna find a way to stay in the game and potentially win it um, if the tide shifts a little bit? So But, uh, yeah, as Kobe mentioned, uh, uh, the next topic we wanted to get into in, about this series, and we saw it uh, unfold last night, especially with Lonnie Walker's excellent fourth-quarter performance, as uh, Billy stated. Uh, rotations have been a big part of this series. It's been talked about, not just adjustments, but rotations, lineups, who's in, who's out. We've seen it from game to game from both teams. And last night we saw it again. So I'm curious, do you think this should be something more permanent? Like who should get more minutes the rest of this series? Rui, Vando, or the new hero, Lonnie Walker? Um, Walker did a great job last night, right? But you can't, you can't expect it's consistency and he, he wasn't super consistent throughout the season. That's why he was getting less and less and less playing time. 
Um, Rui's been a little more consistent during these playoffs. Uh, Vando's been good, hustle, hustle defense, uh, rebounding and stuff like that. Um, you just kind of got to go, my opinion, you got to go with how the game's going, what the matchups are, and see who has the hotter hand offensively. But, you know, it's not all about offense. If guys are able to make stops, get rebounds, and, and stuff like that, and that's another thing. So um, I think you just got to go with how, how the game's being played. Um, who's on the floor and uh, just kind of go with it there. You got to make adjustments throughout the game. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, Billy, you, you know, you hit on a lot of things that I wanted to say. I think it kind of depends on who the Warriors uh, play slash start and our adjustment to that. Cause I mean, the Warriors are switching up their starting lineups and their rotations like game by game, literally. Right. Um, you know, Jordan Poole went from playing, 30 minutes in game one to just 10 minutes last night in game four. You know, you got Jermichael Green and uh, Gary Payton the second making random appearances. Looney not really playing much since the first game. And it's crazy because in this series, Rui isn't having nearly the impact that he had in the Memphis series, where he was basically outscoring the Memphis Grizzlies bench all by himself, you right. know. And, and Austin Reeves, you know, struggled to start this series, even though he had a better game yesterday, but he, he struggled. The first two games, people were like, where the heck is Austin Reeves at? You know, but uh, yesterday was definitely the Lonnie Walker game and uh, in a game that was sloppy and we needed an offensive jolt. Lonnie came through in a big way, you know, uh, in a Mamba mentality, Kobe Bryant, 15 in the fourth. You know, you guys saw the stat probably today all over social media. So, um I think you got to make the adjustment when necessary. When when you see our team struggling offensively, we might want to have Lonnie out there, you know, because he can he can give you some offense. If right. we need a if we need a little defensive boost, we might want to play Van. Need a combination of both, but maybe not as high of an output on both ends. We might want to have Rui out there, you know. So, I think there's no one particular player that should, uh, you know, quote unquote get minutes it's just whatever the game or the series calls for um so i'm not gonna pick one particular player anthony so that's my best uh roundabout billy answer <laughs> yeah i agree with you 100 <laughs> percent um great it's a f fantastic answer i think what um what you have to look at here and you and you're and you're making you both made good points what we have to remember here is, I think we talked about this before the series started, about this being a series that you that was probably not going to be a Rui type of series, that he wasn't going to have the impact. He was probably going to get uh, play a little bit of a diminished role, not because of any lack of effort or poor play, but because of the matchups. Yeah. So because the Warriors are playing small, because they're always going to have three or four guards out there, it's just a tough series for Rui to be on the floor because he isn't quite laterally quick enough to to cover the pick and roll and come off the screens because, you know, Clay and Poole and all those guys, there's so much off the ball action that they're coming cross court, back door, around, you know, double picks. It's just a difficult series for Rui to be on the floor. And I think that's why you saw the adjustment after game two, why uh, Darvin Ham went to Lonnie Walker a little bit there in game three. And then, of course, yeah. in game four, because he's 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 more athletic. He's quicker, you know, on the ball and they can switch everything. That's the key. When Walker's out there, the Lakers can switch any of those guard 
pick and rolls. When Rui's out there, they can't because if you get Rui on clay or pool or Curry, it's, it's, it's a mismatch. But if Lonnie switches, he's not an elite defender, but he's got the quickness to, to at least be able to switch, you know, body for body where you're not at a disadvantage. So I think that's why you're seeing more Lonnie and less Rui. It's just simply the matchup. And that's why you're seeing less Looney in this series because, you know, the Warriors know that it's not to their advantage to play big because they're not going to out big the Lakers. They're going to have to outshoot them. Yeah. Ironically, though, the, the Warriors are actually averaging more rebounds per game in this series. <laughs> that is, that is even, well, even with Looney, even with Looney playing less. But that's why you saw, I think, the adjustment after game two to get Walker in there. And you, that's why you're seeing less Ruby. That's why you're seeing no Troy Brown. Um, because I think Walker is just a little more athletic than Troy Brown. So he's a little better on those uh, uh, switches. Yeah. And the offense, Billy, is just a bonus, right? I don't think Lonnie Walker's out there because Darvin Ham's like, I know this guy's due for a 15-point fourth quarter. <laughs> he's no, just out. I mean, <laughs> That's no, just I a mean, bonus. But, but, but we know he has it in him, right? So, oh yeah, he started. Well, he, he started it, for us. Remember, like, what did he start? 15, 16 games for this team yeah. or something. He started for us, and, so and we I know like it's the, there. I like the fact that you know the rest of the players on the floor recognize that hey, he's on one, and let it. And they kept feeding the ball, and they knew when to get it to him and stuff like that. And you know, it wasn't yeah. he wasn't taking bad shots. He was taking shots that are makeable shots with that are within his game and. He did a good job of it, and uh, we got a victory out of it. So, yeah. Well, the Warriors were giving him some looks because you know he's going to be the odd man out. The Warriors are going to live and die with Lonnie Walker making shots, yeah. and he made the shots. And you said-, and they said they said that today. They came out and said that. Like Draymond Green, I guess, came out on his podcast and he was like, you know, we yeah. can we can kind of live with you know being beat by Walker, but at the same time, it's like you know, <laughs> I don't know. All- I don't know if you're saying that's a really great thing, but you know, well, that's, I mean, you know, you know, Draymond's going to say what what Draymond's going to say. I think he also, I think he also said that they're still going to win the series, right? Well, yeah, you have to, right. You have to believe that if you're you're a competitor, you're going to, you're going to believe that. So yeah, all, all I know, all I know is that if the Lakers end up winning the NBA championship, because Obviously, we all saw today. Probably hey, hey, don't, that. don't jump! Don't jump! Don't hold start. on! Hold on! Hold on! We all probably saw that the the Lakers are now favored to win the West based on uh, yeah, you know Vegas yeah. odds and all that. Yeah, but I if, saw if, that. if if the Lakers win the NBA championship this year, you guys know load management is going to go to a whole nother level next season. Because remember that season that Kawhi won in Toronto. And, you know, he was load managing and then they, they like unleashed him in the playoffs and like they went on to win the title. We had LeBron and AD both miss games half the season, basically. But they had legitimate injuries, though, especially AD. AD had. Okay, so, so how, how come all of a sudden like they haven't missed a single game yet in the postseason? Because they're going to play because they're just fighting through the injuries. So if the Lakers win the entire thing this year they're gonna be like oh well yeah you see ad and lebron they all miss they both missed half the season last season and they won the championship it's well, gonna, but- it, 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 that, that's gonna happen next season and it's gonna be ridiculous and like all these teams are gonna be load managing all their stars and it's gonna be bad for them. well but, but hold on for it. Just wait but a thing in the cba about that though 
the new well, CPA? Yeah, well, only yes. Well, yes. But they're, they're, look, they're always going to try to to find ways to fight this because it's bad for business. We get that. But I'm just saying, to your point, Kobe, yes and no. It's a very slippery slope because it doesn't work for everybody, right? It hasn't worked. For the, the, Clip, the Clippers been doing it for four years, and it hasn't worked. So oh. it just because it might sort of happen well, well, to work it, but in it didn't one work for instance. The, it didn't work for the Clippers because, you know, they're the Clippers. But when, when <laughs> that's, that's your <laughs> that's your scientific reasoning right there. That's it. Because when Kawhi was with Toronto and they had all the pieces that could, you know, like uh, uh, sustain a run without Kawhi, you know, they did it. And then when it was time for Kawhi to make it happen, it, you know, it happened. But with with this whole like like LeBron and AD starting, you know, we started two of ten this season, and then they missed half the season, and now all of a sudden we're you know favorites to win the West and possibly win the NBA championship. It's just, yeah, I well, know. But if the Lakers injuries... win the NBA championship, like all of a sudden the whole league is going to be like, well, you saw what the Lakers did, we could do it too. So yeah, I, but I just, hold I'm on. not looking forward but, to it. But hang on, to Billy's point. A lot of it was injury, and the two and ten had nothing to do with load management or injury. It had to do with the fact that the roster stunk. <laughs> so there's, remember there there's also that play in tournament that we know nothing about or the ramifications of winning, losing, or whatever, right? So that's going to be a part of you know that's that's part of, I think that's a part of the yo you uh, mean you mean the mid season tournament load manage? Huh? Are you talking about you talking about the mid season tournament? Mid, yeah, mid. Sorry, mid-season tournament. Um, that's I think that's a part of trying to get teams to not load manage and not rest players. So, um, depending on what the ramifications are, if you win or lose or whatever that is, uh, you know, we'll we'll see how that all plays out. But that could be a factor. Yeah. Well, I, I'm just I'm just saying I like Kobe. So so the synopsis I'm taking from Kobe is synopsis. load management. Load management works. Unless you're the Clippers. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, yeah, the Clippers are in their whole other world. <laughs> so there, there you go. There you go, everybody. <laughs> you like that? There's uh, a hot take. <laughs> <laughs> Might be on the IG tomorrow. Who knows? I all love right, wrap us up, I man. Love I got to All right, all right. Well, uh, we thank everybody for listening, of course. Uh, please check us out, as always, anywhere you get your podcasts, Twitter, IG, YouTube, Follow us, give us the likes, give us the feedback. We love it. Um, and hopefully when we come back, uh, you know, next week, we'll be talking about uh, Western Conference Finals. Who knows? Cross our fingers. We'll see. If not, Anthony's jumping off a cliff. Peace. Go Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.